All right, we are lit, good sir. Terrible. I'm getting better, man. Who asked you to do this ever? Martin. Martin yeah. Lawrence personally. He would never, he would never. Gina and Pam co-signed on it. Absolutely not. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Cultivated Ignorance. I am Will the host. I am Mike the favorite host. Ooh, that was that was better than anything you could have did just there. <laughs> oh man. Uh yeah, we're back. Got a new president. We do somehow, some way. We we did damn. it. I think you damn. said damn. <laughs> damn, they got my boy up out of there. All the way up out of there, baby. He didn't um, come to the end. He was so salty. Yeah, man. It was. I mean, some of us were crying yesterday. Y'all might have been happy, but By some of us, you mean yourself. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. We got a dope show lined up for y'all. We're gonna be talking a little bit about the inauguration. What y'all thought of it, Biden's first couple days so far? Um, and how about how about Michelle Obama slaying in that slaying in that fit? Listen, I had looking like um, homie, uh, old girl from uh, Regina King from Watchmen. Um, <laughs> she, she killed that outfit. Yeah, that, she was looking good. Yeah, it's done like that. It gave, me, it, it gave me real Claire Huxtable vibes. Claire, Claire wearing stuff like that. I ain't well, know that's that, that woman right there, but Claire Huxtable. Boy, it don't get no better. There, that was the first version of grown woman sexy right there. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, we're also gonna be talking about uh gender roles nowadays. Like, are they do we really need them anymore? That's the question I got. I'm just I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> I need, I need um, but yeah, man, it's gonna be <clears throat> it's gonna be a dope show today. Uh so I guess Mike's still doing his little thing. Yeah, in the meantime, and in between time. Yeah, go ahead and do that. Don't forget. I knew what I was doing, motherfucker. Don't forget to check out our Patreon. www.patreon.com slash cultivated ignorance. All membership lo- all membership levels available to you. $5, $15, $25. Uh, we got uh, exclusive things on there, such as uh, community conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also going to be doing more reviews on there. We're gonna be doing reviews on this last season of uh, Insecure. Whenever I, I would love, we could take like two minutes for that later if we could. But, um, <laughs> I'm both sad and very much happy at the same time. Yeah. So, whenever that does come out, we'll be doing uh, a review of it on our Patreon. We're also gonna be doing a review of uh, Nate Parker, Mike's favorite director, <laughs> actor, human being, Nate Parker. Uh, his new Bro. movie, American Skin. I'm going to this cave by next week, huh? Russ, I'm going to go into this cave and like hide out for like like four or five years, and then I'm come back <laughs> with a movie to get everybody back on my side. <laughs> like, Bro, the first movie wasn't bad at all. I liked the first movie. I never actually watched it. My, my, see, my that, see that's your problem now. You just was like, oh, Nate had this case back in the day. Oh, uh, can't can't cancel this nigga before he even starts. Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. No, it wasn't even that. It was the fact that it did not get super great reviews from people I trusted, and then the wokeness part of like this nigga's probably a rapist, and I was like, I'm just gonna leave it alone. I'm just gonna be safe and leave it alone. Like I'm gonna save myself some time, and I'm gonna not support a possible rapist. I'm just gonna. <laughs> what do you want me to do, man? But you, you was, but you, but you still out there cheering Peyton Manning on when he was in a Broncos uniform, when he put oh, his Peyton dick all on that girl butt in the locker room, which isn't cool, <laughs> <laughs> which isn't right, <laughs> which isn't cool, it's terrible, which is awful. <laughs> these football games, <laughs> the Super Bowl, <laughs> you some garbage. I'm garbage for that. I, I I take that. I'm garbage for that. I'll take that. <laughs> oh man. 
Peyton's uh, my favorite player all the time, and I'm I'm not getting off the bandwagon. <laughs> you can call me garbage too. Um, yeah, man. So, uh, inauguration was yesterday. In true yeah. Trump fashion, he was like, "Fuck this, I'm not going." <laughs> Brother, <laughs> I'll be back. Trump shit all time. He said, "I'll be back." I don't know what that means. I don't know what he. He was like, you know, all, you know, all these traditions of, uh, you know, the former president going to the inauguration and the first lady walking the other, the new first lady around. Right. Fuck that, Melania. We going to Florida. Right. <laughs> I love right. it. That's like sore loser one on one. So you you proud of him for like keeping the same energy, basically? Yeah. Like, not talking all this yin yang and everything about you know, not going away, but like. All right, I lost, but like I'm not about to be up here all, you know. I'm not about to be congratulating the winner. You know what I mean? I thought he was gonna be a, just go anyway, just be petty and just like, you know, just wear not wear a mask or some shit. Like I thought he was gonna just, <laughs> like, nah, do some shit like that. Come with like a MAGA hat on or some shit. Oh yeah, man. So Biden apparently is doing hella work out here. Yeah. I feel like on the first day, like I'm not gonna say this is any different than anybody else. Like, I feel like on the first day, they all, like, do a whole bunch of executive orders. Just like, all right, we're going to reverse this last nigga's shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I Biden actually... signed 17 executive orders um, in his first day. Which is the most, like, any president has done on the first day. Yeah. What was, uh, he rejoined the Paris Accord. He uh, yeah. a mandated mask in federal buildings. Whole bunch of stuff. Mandated mask. Um, I'm kind of like, eh, with the whole like, you know, racial thing with um, like I think he's demanding that like federal organization or not federal workspaces to create or to dismantle racial inequality, which I don't know what that actually means. Like, to just say like, hey, (laughs) that's one of those things that they tell you they're gonna do. Yeah, yeah. This is one of those like bullet points. It's like, all right, we're gonna do this. We're not going to say exactly how, but just know we're going to get it done. Like we're going to get it done. We're going to end racism in our workspace, Mister Biden. And then, like, but um, yeah, that and the you know stuff with the definitely trying to get a jump start on the getting a vaccine, want more widespread. And um, he already talked about you know the the fourteen hundred dollar checks, which I'm kind of mad. He originally said two thousand. I don't know what's going on with that. No, it would be fourteen hundred dollars because we've already received six hundred. No, he originally said like two thousand on top of the six hundred. No, it was never. No, it was never that. I did. He did. No, it was never that. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't, bro. Bro, I can two thousand total. Why would they give us twenty six hundred dollars? What do you mean? People need more than that. That's too little. What do you mean, bro? We, bro, we still working. It's not. It's too little for the other people. We're still working, yeah, but like people, <laughs> you a piece of shit. <laughs> you a piece of trash. <laughs> I told y'all. I told. <laughs> this is why we gonna get canceled. Um, but no, man, he it was two thousand. To my knowledge, it was two thousand total. To my, I remember him saying like two thousand, in addition to the six hundred. No, nah, that nigga ain't never say that shit. You, you I believe can... in that's that's your that's your liberalism kicking in. He's like, oh, he's gonna give it all. Oh, yeah, fuck the national. No <laughs> Y'all can somebody please fact check that fact check both of us. But I, I remember it being originally two thousand, which again is like not enough. Like people, people need reoccurring payments. In my opinion, like honestly, like two thousand is just not. People have been out like millions of people have been out of jobs since for over a year now. Well, not over a year, but almost a year now, and um. Either way, yeah. That it says two thousand, including the six hundred. I don't know. I don't know. I have to. I have to look back it up. Yeah. But uh, anyway, what you what you what did you what were your like general feelings like watching? Because you said you watched the whole inauguration. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Uh, I, until uh, what was her name? Klobuchar spoke again. It was. I stopped watching after the girl did the poem. I think because then it was just Klobuchar and that one other nigga just rambling. The other other white dude just rambling. Wipe me yeah. down. <laughs> so is that Thaddeus? <laughs> um, yeah, bro. I was like, fuck it at that point. They ain't talking about nothing. 
That's what and I figured. Then, like the little CNN pundits came on, and like we was watching in the office, and then they, mm-hmm. they started shit talking to Republicans. We had to cut it off. <laughs> I was like, you know, your job don't pay that shit. Like, oh, Biden's got to clean up the mess Trump made for the last four years. He was like, <laughs> one of my coworkers, like, I'll cut this shit off. That's what I was saying. Anybody's workplace would cut that shit off. Is definitely yours. Like, what was the vibe in y'all's like area? Like, bro, it was okay. So, so let me tell you, right? So everybody else is it's like mostly Republican, except for a couple of us, right? Mm -hmm. So like everybody else, they were grown adults, but we got this one lady in the office, bro. She's like, stop the steal, Wisconsin, Georgia. Michigan, Pennsylvania were stolen. Like she was, yeah. like she's, uh, what is it, the QAnons or whatever it's called? Yeah. Bro, oh, she's with all that shit. Like she watches Trump on her computer at work. Like little conspiracy theories about, you know, like uh, Biden and all this other stuff. Bro, like she's the equivalent to that girl we talk about on Facebook. Like just in the workplace. No, is she one oh, of the people that believe? Uh, I don't want to mention her name, but. Yeah, don't say her name because I don't yeah. want to get But yeah, bro, she's crazy with it. And so like we had the shit on in the office. And you know, most people were quiet. You know, they weren't exactly happy, but they was just chill. And here she comes coming out the uh coming out the damn office. <coughs> she, like she's stomping yeah, feet down, <laughs> heels clicking, like head down. I'm like, okay, get your ass don't out of here. Throwing documents around and shit, doing yeah. unnecessary shuffling. And then, yeah, and then like you know, like she was uh, in the back or whatever. And like as soon as they started the little, uh, the little whatever, the little oath. He was like, "I, Joseph Robinette Biden." <laughs> like you can just <laughs> the loudest disgust <laughs> sound of all. <laughs> but no, man, like I think like it was just. I think it's just like when uh, niggas had to accept Trump. Like, you're going to be upset, but nigga, get over it and hope for the best. That's true. Although, uh, dude, who's more devastated, though? Like, the stop to steal people with this or like people like us with Trump? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I I was, uh, I I I probably didn't fall into the, the category of people devastated like i was like this nigga sucks right he got elected so what can i do he's not my president nigga yes he is <laughs> <laughs> but it was so funny when pundits would like make that point to do that like on like the panel like you always knew it was coming yeah when they started criticizing them <laughs> it would feel like to the republican pundit they're like then you're president <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> this is- yeah bro yeah, I, I remember. I don't know. I, I think I think it's probably the uh, the the QAnon, the stop the steal whites that are most upset, like over right. black people years ago, because they're like, well, we're not used to being treated like this. We're not we're not used to getting our way. What? What? Black <laughs> people are like, well, we fucked again. <laughs> you know, more fucked this time. Yeah, yeah I, I remember just being in pure disbelief though that Trump like won the election. I do remember that feeling like watching the news that night and be like this motherfucker really did this shit. <laughs> like I, I wish like I was recording myself through it. Cause but, like yeah, I, yeah. I'm like I'm not gonna say I necessarily like the bad guy. But like I, I definitely understand that like the bad guy has a chance. You know what I mean? So like in that in like superhero movies like I want bad guys to win sometimes. Yeah, movies, like, yeah. So, so as it was happening, I doubt I was very surprised. I was probably more so intrigued of like how this shit was gonna go down afterwards. Until the time was a moment of research. <laughs> but just like bad guys in movies, I've only seen one bad guy win in a movie, and that was Thanos in the first Avengers. And it, and the next four years was damn near close to the end of that movie. It was just <laughs> at point we just felt fucking out. helpless. You just gonna skip over Ozzy Mendez and his master plan? Hmm? You just gonna skip over Ozzy Mendez? Who was the best, greatest villain of all time? Ozzy Mendez? Who is that? From Watchmen. Oh. 
Nigga, nobody knows that shit. <laughs> well, all the black people watch uh, Watchmen this year, uh, last year. Whatever. Nigga, man. I forgot all about that. Golly, y'all, this, y'all niggas can't hold your attention for two seconds. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. Um, like I said, I watched bits and pieces. It, it was funny how many like the crazy shit like people was trending about. It is always funny to watch. You know, these things happen in this social media age. Yeah, and because you already know what's gonna happen when something goofy happens, like Bernie Sanders out here becoming a, a international meme overnight. Bro, let me tell you, bro. So for people that's probably like under, I don't know, a certain age, like they probably are gonna more so remember the Bernie meme than anything else about yesterday. Like, the Bernie meme is everywhere. Right. I don't know what the best one is. I think the best one. Might be <laughs> somebody put him as um J Cole and Forest Hill Drives on top of the house, bro. J Cole did that shit. J Cole did. That. J Cole reposted that shit. Damn, bro. I ain't never seen a nigga more salty looking in my life. Bro, just looks like the like somebody put it perfectly. He looks like the nigga that like said he was gonna stop by, but like knew this wasn't his final stop, so he was like planning for it to start on time, and the niggas just started like two hours late. So he was upset. <laughs> like, bro. Yeah, bro, so got fucked, baby. We all know. Yeah, uh, man. <clears throat> so with that, like, were you like really moved by any particular thing from the from the inauguration ceremony besides Michelle oh. and Barack? Oh lord, yeah, we didn't even talk about Michelle's dress out here. Yeah, um, and Barack with the all black. I was had like real conflicted like thoughts. To be honest with you, like. I, um, because the most popular, it seems like the most popular moment is, um, the poet, um, Amanda, what's her name? Amanda Gorman? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it seems like she was the most, you know, celebrated, you know, and they had her do the poem about, you know, reconciliation and unity and all these things like that. And, um, I'm not gonna lie, like, I think under the Biden administration, things will get better. But, you know, I talk about revolution all the time. And I was just kind of thinking about like how they are definitely using this, you know, black poet, young black poet to kind of continue the thought of, you know, overcoming all these barriers, overcoming injustice, um, you know, the uplifting the black community. But like at the same time, you know, you know me, like knowing that, you know, the way society is right now, if it st- still stays the way it is, like, how much of that stuff is actually going to be done, you know, 20, 40, 50 years from now? Like, there's a reason we've been having these same conversations for so long. It's because this, if long as the system is in place, you're going to still have these social inequalities in place. So it's like, I'm happy that things are going to get better. But at the same time, like, I, I do hate that, you know, black faces are still being used to, like, make Biden to be, like, the new savior of black people, in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, mixed emotions about that. I mean, I could understand the mixed emotions, but like, I guess, I and I don't know how you know it was scheduled or how it was talked about. You know, I don't know if this is already a poem she had done or she wrote it specifically for the uh, the inauguration. You know, but I think like obviously she's there to give hope. You know, and I, I don't know if it's necessarily manipulative. Um, but after Trump, like, don't you feel like you need that, you know, that something to try and give people hope on on that specific day? No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Just like we need, you know, this administration to give immediate help to those suffering the most from the pandemic. Correct. Like, and I think, like, the reason they chose maybe the Black girl is because she is, I guess, probably stereotypically uh one of the people who that image of her is probably like one of the people who are the most you know held down by society um society's like you know just current situation and you know the people who have been thought about the least black women you know who actually helped who lord helped him win this election you know so i think it's Well, yes, it is a little, uh, I guess, on the nose, you know, trying to trying to check all the boxes. 
Um, it, I guess it could be seen as like an ode to the people who helped, you know, as well. Yeah. I think all these things are just well strategized. And politics. I mean, I'll... yeah. <laughs> like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, genuine, like, I don't. I, I guess. Well, that's that's what exactly what I'm saying. Like, so I can have that conflict of. I'm happy that you are, you know, acknowledging the fact that this is the most, you know, marginalized people in this country mm-hmm. and are, you know, doing what you have to do to reach out to us. But if we're saying we want to truly liberate, you know, black people, and this is something I go back and forth with, but like as far as true liberation in terms of like overturning a system that is built on, you know, oppressing marginalized people, that's what I'm saying. Like that's the, that's what the, you know, the, the contradictions come into play. Like, <clears throat> of course, I'm still gonna be upset because, like, you know, if the system's still in place, the people can still be oppressed. But I can still be happy that you are acknowledging black people. You are making an effort to better black lives. Mm-hmm. But it feels like this is just, just like a glass ceiling. As long as the system is in place, there's always gonna be that glass ceiling there, and that's gonna upset people like me, myself, and other people who truly know what this country was built on. It's because you're a domestic terrorist. I am, man. It is what it Black is. Black domestic terrorist. <laughs> you are too. Are you with me? This country can accept the white ones, but the black ones are a no go. Um, hold on, I, I, I see where you're coming from. You're coming from this place where, like, the the needle always moves in a, in a way that we can never actually be fully caught up. That's what I'm saying. And once you let go of those. Uh, terroristic thoughts then you can see that what she did was beautiful <laughs> no I get it though um, but I do want to be clear about this though I don't I don't put any of this onus on her for taking advantage of opportunity no yeah the, yeah I'm not I'm not saying that like, she shouldn't have did it or <clears> like that and um certainly not saying they should have got a white poet like that, that that's what I'm never happy they should have got a white poet they're gonna get the white poet next time <laughs> um, I'm not saying that. Um, yeah, you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, man. So I don't know. Do you feel like the same sense of pride and joy in seeing like Kamala become the first female vice president, like when we did, like when we did for my boy Barack? Well, <laughs> do, you, do you remember the moments of going ham for Barack being elected, bro? Both <laughs> times, white person couldn't tell me nothing. <laughs> White nigga can't tell me shit. I cannot stress enough. We had a whole Obama gas station in Columbia, South Carolina. People had had. We still celebrating that nigga. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm I'm just saying, like, it was created because of that. Like, what? if this happened anywhere else, like, please send us pictures, please. Well, bro, I feel like we got the only Obama gas station in That's it. in the country. <laughs> it was the blackest shit of all time. <laughs> They painted it all red, white, and blue with the giant O on the top of it. Oh, um, but yeah, to answer your question, um, I feel about the same way I just described. Like, I am happy. I do think like Kamala, Kamala wants to. Don't disrespect her now. You, yeah, you be the main one. Um, wants to right a lot of the wrongs of her past for sure. Like, I definitely feel that in her. And... Wrongs of her past. Well, like as a um, uh, prosecutor, like, and I'm not saying this as, as outrageous, as outlandish as people make it out to be, but like, if you know your history on like prosecutors in general, and like their job is to get a prosecution, like it can be great, of course, but at the same time, like, due to the system, it has, you know, significantly punished black people. Yeah. So I think she wants to. You know, right those wrongs and that does give me hope i definitely had the same feeling as with, did with um obama because i mean come on like we don't we don't get educated now like we know <laughs> we literally just voted for obama because he was black <laughs> like, hey let me tell you okay so let me tell you right so i was thinking this whole time and let me say this well first off i i, I didn't care as much about uh kamala becoming vice president as I did with Barack. It just didn't give me the same flavor. You know what I mean? I didn't feel as hopeful. She's not the actual president yet. Mm. Um, all these things, you know. So I didn't I didn't see it as um, that much of an achievement, you know, that much to celebrate this time around. So with that being said, um, 
<clears throat> I, I I didn't know like the the process. Like I knew they were going to swear Kamala in first, and I was like, all right, Kamala, maybe we can time this to where you take the oath and Joe die all in the same <laughs> all in the same breath. Get a heart attack out of nowhere. He just. <laughs> Oh, let me tell you, that would have that would have been the shit right there, bro. What if he was like about to like he opens his mouth and he's like going to reach for the Bible and like that same fly that was on Pence's head during the debate like flies he's into like his shot mouth down his throat. Yeah, like shoots down his throat and like he chokes, falls down the steps and shit, like cracks his head open, like all kinds of crazy shit. And then it's like, I'm okay with it. <laughs> hey man, can't bring everybody, man. He ain't even started yet. Can't bring everybody. Yeah, I mean, Kamala already sworn in as vice. You know, you might as well just go ahead and promote her. You know, <laughs> what if that was his whole plan? Like, what if he was just like actually? And it was that like bullshit, right? That would have been. I would have gave that nigga some credit. But I would have all oh, these niggas jumped the system. Would have been. That would have made my fucking day. That should have been gangster shit of all time. That would be radical, Joe. That y'all keep y'all keep wanting to believe in. Bro, and like, I think you and Thad were talking about like, uh, you know, Joe not being radical or or whatever. But like, I think like people kind of accepted that when they voted for Joe Biden. Like you, like you were going for winnability in Joe Biden. You weren't necessarily going for change. You know what I mean? So I think yeah. people who are expecting change, like real uh, progressive change instead of small help for others, um, I think those people are disillusioned. Because well, I, I think you knew what you voted for in Joe Biden. Like Bernie Sanders, you were going for change. It was a risk, but you knew what you were getting. No, I think people expected like progressive change. They didn't expect radical change. I think they did expect like progressive change though. I don't know. I don't think, like what? I think anything, anything. I think anything that is truly progressive is a little radical. You know what I mean? Because like, because like, if it's if it's if it's progressive, and you, you're really just undoing the thing that the last guy did. Yeah. But that's not that's radical. Real. That's not real that's change. That's just going back and forth. No, that is still change, though. That's still like progression. From regression, like it's still a change. It may not be a significant change. I think that's still like progressive change. I don't know. I don't think it's enough to make a difference. I'll say that. That's what, and that's what my feelings is coming in of like how much I think it will make a difference as far as like saving people's lives right now, for sure. But as far as the actual uplifting of black people as a whole and people in general, working class people in general, I don't want to just make this black. Yeah, that's why I'm right there with you in terms of like. How much are our lives truly truly going to be uplifted to you know no longer be like he won't even he still won't even take a uh, actual stance on the student loan thing which though is radical i feel like that's the like the first step as far as like actually lifting people out of poverty and debt like for you to just be like you know what? I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and do this like i'm gonna go ahead and fight for this anyway even if i gotta go through congress which i basically have on my side at this point so but I think it's still change. It's just how much. Joe, you better make these niggas pay their money back, okay? Make these niggas pay it back. Every last motherfucking penny. You just, uh, just the cooniest. You can't even just. Whatever. Whatever. After, after, after everybody paid back, then, then we can start fresh. But I've been paying, so y'all niggas gonna pay. We ain't gonna ever stop paying back. <laughs> well, uh, 2022. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no more loans being taken out. You gotta figure the fuck out. And after that, after that, then we gonna, uh, then we gonna wipe it. So everybody's just gonna not be educated. Hey, just gonna better do good in high school. Get you scholarships because we ain't giving no more money. So we just gonna minimum wage for everybody. That's that's what we doing. Hey, y'all want to bring factory jobs back, ain't it? There you go. There you go. Will does not love black. What what Kanye West said? Will hates black people. <laughs> he does not love y'all. If I got to pay, them niggas got to pay. 
Do we try to cancel for everyone? Not cancel all of them. I'm more so on, on a side note. I'm more so for uh, regulating school prices. I'm not for getting rid of student loans, all that other shit. You got to regulate the school prices. School school is just too costly, just yeah. unrealistically costly. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But like, you got to also fix what's already been done, though. Like yeah, y'all niggas pay, and then we'll stop giving out student loans. Oh my god. So niggas ain't never gonna be finished paying. Well, they'll die eventually. <laughs> oh my god! Did you have any notable things other than cooning it up for your your boy Trump that Bro, you took away from the inauguration? I just hope my boy lives his best life down in Florida. Um, hope he goes on a book tour, sells all the books he can get. Book tour? That's you gonna have to, you gonna hit you got book money to pay for his damn civil lawsuit. That's for sure. Bro, Trump gonna be in another country, dog. You're probably right. I did. I did predict that. Trump don't care about this damn these lawsuits and these charges up against him. I, I did predict that. Like he, ain't, I don't. I don't see him going to jail, but I see that motherfucker leaving, being like, "All right, I'm, I'm, I'm out." Terrence yeah. said, "I guess McKenzie's not going to school then." So you want your daughter to be out here getting paid eleven dollars an hour, to just be a hey. basket weaver. I done told her and Taryn, you better be in school. Oh my God. I ain't paying for this shit. Ah. <sighs> this is how not to be a parent on cultural ignorance. All right. Are we going to move on? You're not a parent. Move? You don't know nothing about this. But I got a whole goddaughter I'm trying to raise out here. Okay. Please. A whole goddaughter. Okay. Next. <laughs> Did you have any more thoughts on the inauguration? Nah, man. Uh, get Lady Gaga to fuck up out of there. Get I didn't Jennifer even watch Lopez her the fuck up out of there. They did decent. I didn't see the Jennifer Lopez shit. Yeah, they did decent, but I need to see uh Jamie Foxx and Fox. Yeah, I like Jamie Foxx's voice. Um of all the singers, yeah. Jamie Foxx. Yeah, and they got a certain smoothness about him, you know, Jamie Foxx. He's one of the most uh, standard black voice oh. up there, huh? And let me get uh and, and, and let me get Jasmine Sullivan, and we good. You just want standard black voices on the stage. <clears throat> oh, you think Jan- Jasmine Sullivan's just standard? I think she's talented. Um, somebody Damn. just asked me what I thought about hotels. And I said, um, I love that she went outside of her comfort zone. I love that she, you know, she did her thing. But, like, the album didn't feel all that dangerous to me. It didn't feel, like, all that unique to me, I should say. It felt unique for her. <clears throat> like, you know. It didn't feel unique to you because you're not a fucking woman. I'm not questioning that. Like this is what we were saying. Like, what was like? Oh, trying to write women's stories. No, man. Trying to tell them what they need to be talking about. Oh my gosh. I know Taryn. I know she says. Bet she you're on Tory Lane's side too, aren't you? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> That's you. That was you bumping his new album on the way to the podcast and shit. Hey. See, he's trash, boy. He's trash. Anyway, and I still but... listen to R. Kelly. Come at me, niggas. What do you do? I'm, we, I'm starting cultivated the podcast by, by myself. You can have me. <laughs> um, all right, man. So I had this random topic I wanted to talk about. In my undying need to like uncover all the stuff that we actually may actually be born to do versus like what's just societal constructs that we just start doing because we were just told it was the right thing to do um i've been questioning like the need for gender roles man not just now but like ever really and um i question if they're really necessary versus just fulfilling whatever role just fulfills your relationship like do i need to have the label of the protector the fixer the you know provider and do i need my woman to have the role of the cleaner and the nurturer and all these things like that versus us just fulfilling whatever word, whatever roles that just, you know, work for us. Like, why do we still need them shits? Oh, yes, can we? Oh. Yeah, man. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know, man. I think it's all about what works for you and your relationship. That being said, I, I don't know, just inside of me, I feel like men need to be out there working. Like, that's... That stay at home dad thing? Nah, son. 
Like, what do you mean? My baby out here working six six figures, seven figures. Well, you need to be bringing home your little 30,000 and shutting up. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, baby. I'm writing this book. I'm working on this book. I got a tour coming up. I got, um, you know, I'm taking care of the baby. The house is spotless. The house is fucking spotless, son. Like, the garden is popping. You a, you a simp, bro. You a simp. I can't Why not be a simp? That's just for me, man. I I can't do it. I don't I don't find gender roles like taking out the garbage and she doing the cooking and the cleaning and you cutting the grass and shit. Like I don't find that shit necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just whatever works for each individual and that and that couple as a whole. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> like me, I'm not cutting no fucking grass. <laughs> what what's going on in the world? I ain't oh, cutting you the grass. So, like, if there's something that you can't handle, you know what I mean? Even though it's, uh, you know, considered like a gender role for men or whatever, you know, you don't, you don't got to do it, man. Fight, <laughs> fight for your rights. But like, do we as a society just kind of like stop perpetuating them? Because I, f- I see all the time, like, when people, especially people that are dating, like, just expect these things to happen from, you know, other genders. And when they don't, they look at it as like, oh, it's not he, not, he ain't man enough for me. I or, think like at this point, we have uh, talked about it enough and we understand that people don't communicate enough at the beginning of relationships to define like what people's limits are, what their quirks are, whatever. People just go into these relationships assuming, you know, certain right. things such as, yeah, gender roles or people expectations out of the relationship oh well i expect us to just be exclusive or i expect you don't have sex with me you know what i mean these things aren't talked about enough you know so yeah we've said that stuff before man like we know like like get your we shit don't out do the the people no more. huh so we know we we you know we won't but do the people know though we need to spread the gospel i feel like people. even i feel like even as a people like all these motherfuckers out here in the world know hey you should probably be talking to your partner <laughs> about what you expect out of the other person before you start this thing. I don't think they do. I don't think a lot of people. Okay, okay. So you don't think they? You don't think they know that, or you don't think they practice that? Because it's very different. I don't think. I think. All right, here's what I think. I think a lot of people have not grown up in the healthiest of households due to a myriad of circumstances. Yeah, and. Because we've taken so much information from social media and we learn so much from social media as well as just media in general, TV shows, movies, all these things like that. We kind of built this false reality of how our life is supposed to play out. And because you never actually taught how you're supposed to kind of ne- not negotiate, but you know, find out that partner that's actually with you on that same level, we take all that information and then bring it with us when we meet somebody. And when you already have all these emotions and your head's all over the place from being quote unquote in love and infatuated with somebody, like you just completely skip that skip step in, in, in general. And so I don't think people really know to practice that. You and think this is these, caused by social media? Not social media alone, no. I'm saying media in general, as well as just like I said, that growing up in the household that really takes the time to teach you these things. Mm-hmm. And so you get like your information for you get your education from the wrong places like you get your education from a place of fiction and you kind of just bring that ideology into your relationships and you just kind of come with all these assumptions well i agree i think also i also think that people know that they need to put their shit out you know at the beginning of the relationship you know what i mean like people know they should say shit from jump street but they don't because they're worried about being rejected. Like, like, like being rejected is the most common reason people get into shit uh, without like being their truest self. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because people know they have, people know their own quirks. Like a lot of people know themselves enough to know that, hey, like I, I don't, uh, I don't know. I, I I eat out all the time or some shit. You know what I mean? Like I don't cook. Like how is this? How does this affect me in the long run? Oh well, I'm going to expect my partner to take me out to eat all the time. You know what I mean? And you might. I mean, like that's not the worst thing in the world. You know what I mean? Or like I'm just a dirty person. How about that? That's probably easiest. 
So you don't so you don't tell your partner that you're just a dirty person. You see them every once in a while or you see them once a week and you give the presentation of cleanliness. You know what I mean? While, you know, you ain't showered in four days and you got a pile of laundry up to the ceiling. Four days. You know what I mean? Just, just shit like that. So you, you know, so I, I don't think people are very truthful about who they really are just because of thoughts of rejection. People know that people know what their things are. It's just they don't say them out at the very beginning of relationships for fear of rejection. I think that is definitely true to an extent, but I do think there's a lot of people who don't really know how they want to be loved. They know, I think they have internalized how society says they should be loved. And they think that I might be applies to them, but I don't think a lot of people actually know like their love languages, for example, if you even believe in that stuff like that. like. Mm-hmm. I don't think because I think a lot of people don't really have a sense of identity. We talked about this before too. Like, yeah. I don't think a lot of people actually know what they like. They just kind of know what society says they should like, and they go into that too. So I don't know the percentages of both those things. Yeah, but I think that definitely plays a role too. And so when you put when you add gender roles on top of that, which is added, you know, burden. Or something that you might even want not even feel like you can have the ability to do or sustain we put that burden on each other on top of that mm-hmm. which i feel like like i said at the end of the day doesn't really benefit anybody um i just, just i feel like it just complicates things unnecessarily i feel like uh, <laughs> i mean i feel you i feel you. i can't argue against it but yeah. i know i ain't staying at home <laughs> 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 um yeah. I don't yeah. know man. Um so like I don't know. So so would you be willing to work from home? Like would you be willing to stay at home, be a stay at home dad? I would prefer not to because I don't for me I need to leave the house to go to work. Like working remotely right now is fine because it's like bi weekly. But like for me to say like I gotta stay home all the time. Um, and work that's not healthy for me um but if, if things worked out perfectly like, that, like if i had you know if, if oprah finally answered my phone call and it's like you know what i'm gonna give you a shot like i'm gonna i done dump stedman um i read your poetry like I'm, I'm gonna try you out like if it was working for us i can't say sit here and say like i just wouldn't do it like but i would prefer not to <laughs> but i can't say like i just had Enforced on me, and you can answer if you had this too. Like a lot of gender roles expected out of me off top, to where when I didn't fulfill them, and I made it known that I don't plan to fulfill them. Like the, per- the other person not only made it f- seem like I was n- like less of a man, but like it was telling of my love towards her. Like because I wouldn't do these things, that means I didn't love her the so way what, I needed. So what things are we talking about if it's not too personal? Um, I think me and you talked about this in, in private before. Um, spending money, just randomly spending money on her, um, just because, just because. Um, it was a time where we had went out, and she had wanted to stop for um, a smoothie or whatever. And I said, um, I, I wasn't the smoothie was not part of the plan. We were just out spending the day out, whatever like that. And like we drove past a smoothie place, and she was like, "Oh, I want a smoothie." So I was like, "All right, cool." We, we you know we just dating or whatever. Wasn't, you know, wasn't serious, but. You know, we go to a smoothie place and she orders a smoothie because I didn't want a smoothie and I had no plans of stopping by the smoothie place. Mm-hmm. I assumed she was going to pay for her own smoothie. But like she went up to the counter and ordered a smoothie and then looked at me. And I was like, what, what's the problem? And she's like, oh, you're not going to pay for it? And I was like, no. <laughs> she was like, oh, you... Night, Mike's dick was dry. <laughs> I mean, we made up before that, you know what I'm saying? I, I got my dick wet, but like, like she was like, um, so I, if I remember correctly, I feel like she asked like, oh, you don't, you know, you must be trying to you know, budget or something like that. And I was like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> like, you must be a broke nigga. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, I'm straight. <laughs> she was like, like genuinely devastated and like couldn't understand why I didn't want to pay for it. I was like, I just don't want to. Like, I just, this, is that not my decision? <laughs> like, 
this wasn't my plan. And like, she felt like it was telling of my affection towards her. And so it's like, stuff like that. Like, I'm sorry that you must be trying to budget shit. <laughs> Bro, that's so insulting. <laughs> like, look, <laughs> so insulting. <laughs> like, oh, nigga, you must be down bad. Like, you can't afford this random $8 smoothie. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't know if you can attest to anything. Well, I know you said like you like with you and Taryn, like you just pay for like when y'all go out to eat because that's just what you do or whatever. Yeah, nine times out of ten I'm paying unless we're like splitting the kid or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is, you know, I don't mind. You know, I feel like if I got it, you know, sure. Yeah. But like, would you see your, like, are you, well, I feel like you we both comfortable with like a, a girlfriend or a wife making more money than us, right? Oh yeah, get that money. <laughs> like I never there... get that episode of Martin when Gina started making more money than uh... him. This nigga was devastated. <laughs> devastated. <laughs> Bro. Oh my god. Uh, Terrence said was it was yours is was <laughs> was yours is hers. That's what she said. That's so. wrong. That's what the, that's where you went wrong. Is there any other like gender role that you feel like you need to embody, like as a man, like that just wouldn't? No, man. Like I feel like working with my hands is something like I feel like I need to embody. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, you know, it's it's going all right. You know, <laughs> you know, I know I things I break things. You know, but nothing major. You know. And I think that's part of like just that uh, that male need to just be able to do things with your hands, save your family money, um, and you know just do kind of grunt work that you feel like men should be able to do. You know what I mean? See, and wouldn't that all just come automatically though? Like, I just I don't want to provide for your family. Like, why do we why would we tell that to being a man? That's what I don't understand. Hey, look, man, I don't make the rules, okay? <laughs> but that's the thing the rules are made up that's what I'm saying like this shit is shit is all made up I don't make the like, rules I just follow them okay <laughs> I'm just a sheep I, just... I don't know who told me to be like this but I am <laughs> nah um, I don't know man but I actually start I actually enjoy working with my hands now Um, uh, I know what I meant to ask real quick oh, I didn't write this in the notes but do you think we can truly have and like a, like a socially equal, you know, equal and equitable society, as far as genders are concerned, if we still practicing these gender like inequities in the household. I don't know. Um, I don't know because at the same time, like I don't think that, like it's not equal. You know what I mean? Like some. Some jobs are tough for men, some jobs are tough for women. Just because they're, I guess, different for others, that doesn't mean it's not equal, if you get what I'm saying. Like, I feel like there's there's just an equal job to every other job, if you get what I'm saying. If that's I mean, how you meant in, 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 in equitable, I think you said. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you know, equitable means, like, you're – Balancing the playing field, but you're still tending to people based off of their per- personal needs. Like equal is like you just make it the playing field equal for everybody. Well, yeah, I no, I think I get equal, but like no, I'm saying like, can we have that imbalance of either one of those things domestically if we don't, you know, if we want to see the society as a whole, you know, actually create true equality for everybody eventually? Like, I don't. People don't really want true equality. <laughs> You think people just real. I think people don't want true equality. People just keep wanting to get ahead. <laughs> I think so people, let's let's stop this. No, let's stop it. I think there's two people that do want true equality. That definitely is. I think there's more of those people than people who just want the power that oppresses them. I think so. <laughs> it's hard. Don't look at social media for evidence because you're not gonna find it there. <laughs> but like, I, I think so. I think I don't think people are out here just making you know wildfires for no reason i think people do like women do face a certain type of you know like you know oppression and 
violence really on a regular basis that I think they want to go away generally. Oh yeah. Who doesn't want that to go away? Like you no, I mean I'm saying I think that's due to the <laughs> the the shut your ass up, man. No, I'm just saying, like, no, I wasn't being funny. Like, who the fuck doesn't want that? That's what I mean, but that's what I'm saying. I think that's those are the people that's that's why I think the most of this fight is people who actually want equality. But you hate women, so I don't know why I'm having I don't hate women at all. I love women. No, no. Only as long as they serve you and your man, male, oppressive needs. You got to make me out to be the bad guy every time. You make yourself out to be that. No, I don't. <laughs> I speak truth. I don't speak in this uh, utopian flow you you have. <laughs> utopian flow. Ooh, that's my that's my new stage name. Utopian flow. <laughs> utopian flow. That's it. That's it. I'm writing it down. Nah, bro. Uh, I just I just have a certain uh, belief that not everybody is as real as they claim to be. Not everybody really wants equality. People just—I think a lot of people just want to come up. No, that's true. Yeah, you know. That's true. Um, so, sorry if I have a, you know, a little bit of a pessimistic view about certain things. <laughs> it is very disappointing when people hijack like legitimate movements to do that, though. Like, yeah, like no, nah, I just want to step on other niggas and get get to where they at. Like I'm trying to get ahead. You know, I'm I'm a I'm a ride this equality wave. Until I can jump off ahead of these niggas. <laughs> Bye, niggas. Y'all see out of the bottle. So, I'm going to stay on this long enough until I can get a book deal. And, <laughs> <laughs> and just ride off of that? Yeah, I'm going to ride off into the sunset on that shit. I'm just off the royalties for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so with society, it seems like society just basically at this point is getting rid of a lot of this stuff, the general stuff and gender itself is becoming more and more like fluid and dynamic. Um, so people just like, we as a whole, just start embracing it at this point instead of trying to fight it. I see people still trying to like, just fight it off and like still bring up tradition and stuff. Still trying to stick to old ways. Like, should we just get to the point? We just like, all right, let's just, let's just try this now. We're gonna do it the other way. Let's just, let's just do it. As far as what, gender roles? Like man saying- Gender roles in this particular conversation, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 I mean, it's based off of like whatever you can handle and whatever relationship dynamics y'all want to go with. Like, I don't think it's fair of us as a society to say, okay, let's just let's just get rid of gender roles altogether. Like, because each person individually should be getting ri- rid of gender roles. Like, it shouldn't be like this overall uh, plan that says let's get rid of gender roles because everybody like that takes the like autonomy away from certain people. You know what I mean? Like certain people like gender roles because it's based on, you know, things they've grown up with, with their parents and, you know, maybe it's religious, whatever, you know what I mean? So if we try and just kill gender roles in society, I think, first off, why? Why would you care enough to say, let's get rid of gender roles? You I can answer that. Like, I would say, like, just let people live their life. Well, see, I would say somebody like me would want to kill it society-wise because I feel like they're more construct constraining and toxic than anything i feel like and i feel like perpetuating the removal of it for everybody helps everybody in my opinion that's what that's one reason i would put, push it out to everybody like that and if like it's one thing if you believe something just worked for you because you've been doing it your whole life but it's another thing if you've been doing something your whole life and then you've learned the origins of it and then you decide whether or not it still works for you so that's why i would just be like push it as a more of an agenda to be like, what if you had life without this? Like, what it would it look like? But everybody like? should go on that journey, right? Everybody should go on that journey of, okay, you know, I've been doing this since I was young, whatever. Let me fi- find out if I actually like doing this. Like, you should go on that journey for each of these, you know, separate things in this situation, gender roles. You should, you but know? you have to be given information to know that even go on that journey in the first place. You that should be you should be able to understand that you like or don't like something, and then you no, figure out. Because it's not a matter. Of, let me just clarify it. It's not a matter if you like it or don't like it. It's a matter of you just been doing something your whole life, and you just think this is just the way it is. And so, if someone never shows you like actually it can be this too, you wouldn't think to question that. You know what I'm saying? 
I, I guess I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, like I feel like everybody has that moment of, I guess, discovery of I don't like this, whether it's whatever it is, like a, a girl who has a child, you know, a woman who has a child. Um, she feels like she's supposed to care and nurture for that child. And she's like, like, wouldn't you know that you don't like this and maybe that this isn't for you? You would feel that way. But if society is telling you like this is your responsibility because of who you are. Well, it's in that situation, it's your responsibility because that's your fucking kid. Well, yeah, in that situation. But I'm talking about as far as like a gender role, if society is telling you, you might feel like like I might be a man who's like not as physically strong as the woman in my relationship. And so society would tell me like as a general, like general, like men always being stronger, I'm less of a man because I'm not as strong as my girlfriend or whatever. And so if I'm not taught, like if somebody just bring them information to me, like, hey, you don't have to be as strong as a woman to be considered still a man. Like I would just walk around feeling shitty about myself as being less of a man. Then you go get in the gym. But see, bigger than your girl. Why is that even a thing though? Like, why do you have to do? <laughs> so you can go, and then you and then you challenge your girl to a boxing match, and then you take your dominance back. <laughs> <laughs> you take your rightful position as the strong one in the relationship. You earn your. <laughs> You fight for the throne, like yeah, you fight for the throne. Whoever, uh, whoever chokes the other one to sleep first, <laughs> without killing them, wins. Look, I'm gonna tell you now: if your girlfriend is Amanda Nunez, you, you, you. you <laughs> oh yeah, you, oh you about to get done up. You, <laughs> you get pieced up. So, I don't know. That's just my two cents. I think you have to put the information out there because a lot of people just don't know. Because again, this has all been well planned. I'm not gonna lie, I feel pro, real bad if my girl gotta open up a pickle jar for me or some shit like that. <laughs> like, hey, like if I, okay, okay, so no lie, this happened with me and Taryn once. Now, now, she called me over there or she told me to open up the pickle jar first and I loosened it up. So That's let it be known. Though. That's what you tell you. Let though. it be known that she opened the pickle jar after the fact, I loosened it up. How you know you loosened it up though? Because I felt it in my bones. So, so if you loosened it up, why you ain't just go ahead and open it? Because I had a phone call. So anyways, <laughs> so anyways, I was like, I was on the jar. I was like, pow, pow. And I tried the to... bottle over this shit. <laughs> hey, that's what you got to do. Look, you got a rag or something, didn't you? Didn't you, you put a rag on top of the lid or something? Huh? <laughs> yeah, you, you, sometimes you got to. And so I, 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 ain't gonna, I felt a little bad. I felt a little shame. Like, <laughs> what am I doing as a man? <laughs> Yeah, veins and shit popping out the side of your neck. Bro, you know, it's just getting to popping too. Motherfucker <laughs> start sweating. Yeah. Damn, bro. See, that was one time you got emasculated. <laughs> Look, man, you you weak in the tearing. That's fine. We we all know it. It's cool. We accept you and love you. You about to take um, steroids. <laughs> that's y'all let us know what y'all think. Y'all have some good comments in the in the comment section. I'm gonna go back and read them after this live. Thank y'all so much for chiming in. Um that's all I'm saying. I'm just trying to question everything we're doing, and is it really even necessary? Why do you have to be so progressive? That's the real question. Because I'm trying to be free out here. Just fall in line. Just fall <laughs> in line. Work for the man. Don't come up. Don't have anything to pass on to your children. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just, just go into the ground and Bro, uh, don't have life insurance. Make them figure out a way to have a funeral for you. Damn. All these regular black things that people deal with just fall in line, bro. See, I don't have license insurance. I die before y'all, which I already said I'm going to do. Like, y'all not about to just throw my body on the side of I 20 and be like, all right, well, Mike gone. <laughs> we gonna move on. Like, I need a I need a full, full all out extravaganza for my funeral service. And y'all need y'all to pay for that shit. Okay. Okay, bro. He don't want to send. He don't want to send McKenzie to the college. Taryn, he told you. He told you he ain't paying for it. What I actually said was, I'm not paying for uh, medicine school. So you don't want your daughter to be a doctor when the true. Uh, I mean, I want her to be a doctor. I ain't gonna pay for it. You trash, bro. You think I'm? 
You think I'm going all that debt just so she can live a good life? You must be crazy. Yeah, think... <laughs> oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I expect you to make sacrifices for your daughter. Shit, not them kind of sacrifices. He's super trash. He's super trash, man. You want to get into your thirst of the week? Yeah, man. My thirst of the week on this beautiful second day of Joseph Robinette Biden Jr.'s uh, presidency <laughs> will be the lovely Miss Amanda Gorman. Uh, she was the beautiful young lady who uh, recited a poem at the inauguration. Uh, waiting for a visual. Uh, uh, that ain't common. That we need the visuals. He over here commenting the, the clown face for your ass. <laughs> oh shit. Um, yeah, man, she's a poet, writer, dreamer, um, as described on her Instagram. The, the clown face for your hey, there we go. Um, so yeah, she did she did a dope poem, uh, like Mike said when he hated on it, uh, about unity and yeah, man, uh, she's diversity. A poet, writer, dreamer. Um, yeah, what that sound coming through? <laughs> hey, there we go. Um, yeah, she did, she has a website called uh, theamandagorman.com. She has things for sale. Um, you can catch her on Instagram at Amanda SC Gorman. Uh, she's based out of LA. She's got uh, some books. Uh, she's only 22, actually. So that was really dope. She's uh, the Amanda Gorman. I think they said she's the youngest person to ever do it, uh, recite a poem at the you can catch her on Instagram at Amanda Inauguration Gorman. Um, she's based out of LA, so yeah, man, check her out. Really dope. she's only she went from 32,000 subscribers yesterday to 2.7 million. I did hear that, which is fucking bananas. I did hear that. Um, you know, all kind of DMs. I hope she ain't got all kind of DPs in her DM or nothing like that. <laughs> I guarantee you like a quarter of a thousand of those DMs are just random, just just, just probably some hotel poets that just want to smash and saw your performance on that white man stage, Queen. Break the chains. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Terrence said she did she did do the damn thing on that poem. Like I will tell you. I would be shitting my pants if I saw them people out there had to perform this damn poem. Oh, yeah. Straight up. Like, and she only 22 years old? Yeah. Yeah, she got the nerves of steel out there. Right. Yeah, she did her thing. Super dope. Um, so, yeah. 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 Any more thoughts? Any final thoughts on why you hate black people or anything like that? Um, You niggas just can't get it together. Mm. Um. You know, we let y'all get back in there with this Democratic president. Now y'all want to change the whole game. I man said, we let y'all get back in the roles. <laughs> you know. You straight up looking like Steven right now. <laughs> Chango. So, no, nah, man. I'm actually happy Joe Biden's in there. Um, I don't expect much to change because why would it? Um, it's going to be more of the same, but at least we ain't got 45 up in there no more. Thank God. <laughs> but can you imagine? Like, what if this man got reelected? Like, can you just actually imagine? Yeah. <laughs> it would have been lit. It would have, we would have, we would have been, <laughs> it been on fire. Yeah, you're right. It would have been living on fire. Bro, okay. So, yeah, after all that shit, like, after the whole election, like, after, like all the stuff that happened after the election, if Trump somehow got back in there, bro, it would have been hell on earth around here. <laughs> but if it was before the election, if he just won, Bro, black people would have been so like, so uh, ready to get out and do some shit. Right. Like, oh shit, we can't let this shit happen no more. We got, to, we let this nigga get up in here twice. Bro, that would have been a revolution. Actually, let's go back. Let's, they, they, they did steal a vote. Let's go back. Let's I was go. saying this. This was my theory. And no, no, all, no, all y'all niggas voted Biden, myself uh, included, because we was too scared to be fully woke. <laughs> We was too scared to take the blue pill or the red pill. If you ain't Renee, you we would have been right there with you. You, you, you went <laughs> yeah, back, whatever, nigga. You went back. We went on you to lead the way. You supposed to be our um, Nat Turner and like, lead the way to the revolution. You mean Nate Parker? Nat Turner is who I said. 
All right, so we all right, so we gonna review Nat Turner and uh and American Skin. <laughs> no. Oh uh, yeah, we are gonna review um, American Skin next week. Um, if y'all don't know, I believe the general synopsis of the movie is a black father, his son gets like some type of police brutality incident happens to him. Yeah. And um, he starts to take revenge by like, I guess he releases a bunch of prisoners. I don't and... know. He just starts to take revenge. That's what we're going to say. Okay. All right. Let's do that. But it's like a, it's supposed to be a super black ass revenge against police officers. So yeah, tune in for that. Patreon.com slash cultivated ignorance. Um, check us out. Only $5 a month gets you all the access to our twerk videos and our busted challenges on Patreon. Um, I assure you it is not worth the money, but please subscribe anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, man, check us out there, yo. But in the meantime, thank y'all so much for tuning in for another show. We enjoyed y'all. Hope y'all enjoyed us. We'll see y'all two weeks from now. And we love y'all. I love y'all. Will doesn't love y'all. I love y'all. Love y'all too. He doesn't. Ooh, it's coming back, Mike. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I forgot all about it. When did I stop doing that? I don't know, but I just, I was enjoying every minute of it. We'll see you later next week on Coach Video Hangar. Do the drills, man.